Welcome to the Aliographic Podcast and episode 67 today, and it's going to be the last episode for this year. Um, as a national group based across the land we call Australia, we would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of this land and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. I would specifically like to acknowledge the Burundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the custodians of the land from where I'm speaking. And I pay respect to the elders past and present of all First Nations people across the land. We need a treaty and a voice. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Now, uh, I'm Jurgi Urrutia. Um, I'm from Kingston Libraries in Victoria, and I'm also the convener of Alia Graphic. And um, um, as has kind of become a tradition, um, uh, at the end of the year, we try to get um, some of our committee members together and do a bit of a wrap-up of the year. So um, we've got James. How are you going? Hey, not bad. I'm I'm doing pretty well. I'm uh, James from the Melbourne Athenaeum Library. Um, yeah. Excellent. And we also have Marisa. How are you going? Hello. I'm Marisa. I have graduated. I am officially in Alia. And I'm here. And if 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 you're listening to this podcast and you need an awesome librarian in the Melbourne area, Marisa. Please care, thanks. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, we also have Gabby with us. Hello. Um, I'm Gabby. I'm from uh, Sydney and I'm a branch librarian at uh, one of the largest councils in Western Sydney. Excellent. Uh-huh. And before we get down to kind of a wrap up of the year, um, you know, um, there's a podcast that I listen to quite a lot that I really love. Uh, that's called I Read Comic Books Podcast. And uh, they always start with asking each other, you know, um, how have comics been for you? Um, so, you know, uh, James, how have comics been for you this year? Uh, they've been great. Read some really interesting comics. Two of my uh, favourites um, have been um, Emmys for Monster by Talia Dutton, which is retelling the Frankenstein story, but using it as a thing on identity. And the creature that comes back in this particular story um, is... Uh, the scientist is trying to recreate, to bring back her sister who has died. Um, and the story develops around is the creature that is created. Um, is it still her sister? Is it not? Does it want to be? What sort of um, pressures and expectations are are put on this this person to be what someone else wants, which is a really interesting take on the on the Frankenstein story. So um, really enjoyed that one. Um, and the other one, you'll be happy about this, Marissa, is a manga um, called Magus of the Library. So it's been going for a little while, but I discovered it this year. Um, and it's uh, 
sit in a world where um, a kind of a um, 2001 night style um, uh, fantasy fantasy land um, where the um, Kafners, the librarians at the central library of the land um, are kind of the ones who uh, make sure that um, they, they're in many ways act, act a bit like a like the government. They support the public works that are being done. Um, they ensure that the libraries um, are available to to all the people of this land um, by by funding the building of libraries in in regional centres and all this. And they maintain a um, central mass great library, grand library. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, and it tells the story of a young boy who um, is excited to be a to be a librarian, and his his journey through that from what happens, um, yeah, both before and as a, a librarian um, in this thing, um, yeah. So found it found it very interesting. Something that I think. Um, everyone would find, you know, there's there's something in there for everyone, but but librarians, I think, will find a bit more because it does uh, look into some stuff that, um, and it's very uh, very well done. Um, obviously, librarians involved with the creation of it. So, yeah, that sounds really cool. That sounds great. Excellent. Now, um, Marisa. How have comics been for you this year? Comics for me this year have mostly been kind of the bite-sized snack format of things like webtoons on my phone with sometimes binge reading a new series and going through 60 or 70 pages in a weekend and other times just waiting for the next chapter to come out and waiting and waiting and it's very different having that one chapter a week or every other week or every month versus actually having the you know full-size graphic novels and manga ones. i have gotten to read lore olympus in print it is glorious in a digital format to read on your phone. It is even more glorious as a physical book in front of you. And it's just amazing that there is so much content for that series that they've had three volumes come out in the past few years. And the series is still going strong. For those that haven't heard of it, it's is a 80s and Persephone-based series, but shifted a bit to be in the modern world, and it has a very unique art style. And me being me, my other things are, are manga, because it's me. Um, one of them is a standalone book called Our Dining Table that shows how much cooking and eating meals together can be a way of doing found family 
and the Spy Family or Spy X Family series continues to be fantastic and has an anime to match it. But the manga is thankfully still holding the lead. So if you actually go to the manga, you can read ahead. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, how about you, Gabby? Good year with yeah. comics this year? Yeah. Um, it's been, oh, reflecting back on my reading um, this year, uh, graphic novels really have made up, I would say, nearly half of what I've read this year. Um, I haven't done the official count, but mm-hmm. um, from my just over 100 I've read, I would say probably about 40 of them have been graphic novels, um, which was really surprising to me. I mean, I, I read a lot, um, but that was surprising to me. But I think looking back on the year with studying and life and just all too much, I really found comfort in graphic novels and, um, yeah, really embraced embraced them probably more than I have in previous years. Um so yes, I looking to get over fifty, hopefully by the end of the year, <laughs> depending on if my reserves can come in from the library. <laughs> um, but two that I really, I really loved. Um, my first one was Barb the Brave or Barb the Last Berserker by um, Dan Abdo and, and Jason Patterson, and it's just such a fun middle grade graphic novel. Um, they're, they're a clan of, of berserkers and they get uh, captured by the evil witch head. Um, but Barb escapes him and steals his sword and then she has to, you know, cross cross the land whilst facing all these, you know, strange and wonderful creatures um, to sort of free them uh, with her uh, friend um, who's a yeti. And it's just, it's very fun. It just, it's one that just brings you joy. You know, you read it and like, it's, it's funny. She's a great character and I am waiting for the second one, (laughs) Um, which I really need to get in. Um, And then the second book that I really loved, which I also read the first one as well this year, which was Lightfall, the series by Tim Probert. Um, Mm -hmm. So the first one, The Girl and the Galadrian, and then the second one, uh, The Shadow of the Bird. Um, I was just walking past the bookstore one day and I saw it and I instantly was like, I have to buy that. (laughs) So I did. And I read it in my lunch break and it was just beautiful and I loved it. Um, It is such a beautiful graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely love it. Yeah. It's like the overarching, you know, adventure that she goes off to, save a grandfather in the light and save the world, but then also dealing with her sort of inner um, worries yeah. and sort of overcoming them. It's it's beautiful the way it's depicted and the way it's shown throughout the um, the series. So now I'm waiting for the third one. Um, yeah. But those two have probably been my favourite. Um, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Uh, from the year. Excellent. Well, for, for me, it's it's been a pretty good year. Uh, there have been too many good, uh, amazing books, you know. But uh, maybe maybe because it's a very recent one, I don't know. But I absolutely and utterly loved 
Zoe Tharagood's um, It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth. Um, it's, um, you know, her first graphic novel was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. And you could see the potential in her, but I felt like there was more, you know, uh, that she could do. And uh, this graphic novel just, um, it's her second one and she just blew my mind. Um, it's, it's a very heavy topic because it's obviously she's talking about life. She's talking about depression. She's talking about art. Um, and she's talking about herself. It's a, it's autobiographical. Um, so it's, it's a very heavy topic, but at the same time, she's having a lot of fun with it. So that, that there are, um, there is humor in there as well. Um, and then lots of different uh, art styles. And, uh, yeah, it's just um, I really connected with it. Um, and, you know, I, I hope that people read it and give it a chance because it's um, I think it's a really, really amazing book. And she's obviously a huge, huge talent. So it's lonely at the center of the earth. Um, and I think the other thing that I want to mention as well is that um, it, it's been a pretty good year uh, for um, Australian comics as well, you know. And uh, and I, I wanted to mention a couple of them as well. So um, I really, really, really enjoyed our members be unlimited. Uh, I think Sam Wallman has um, quite a quite. A, Quite an amazing style, art style, and I really, really appreciate his art style. And um, obviously, his work is very political, and I, I pretty much follow <laughs> his politics. So you know, I'm biased in that sense. But uh, I thought uh, the book is really beautiful, and the art's beautiful. And um, yeah, I, I really wanted to mention that one. And the other one, uh, it's another very recent release. It's actually going to be in a December roundup list, which will probably come out in January, because that's what we do. We go when we go on holidays. But uh yeah, Infernal Regions by Rebecca Stewart is um it's a very short graphic novel and that's the only flaw that, that it has. You know, it, it's it's about 52 pages and you know uh I would like it to be a lot longer. Um because uh the art is incredible and it's uh it's it's quite a surreal but beautiful uh journey and um you know um i got lost in the pages the the comic is actually um printed in um, in an oversized um format so the pages are huge and uh yeah the art really shines through um and uh, even though it's self-published, uh, it, it is available through library suppliers and uh, it's got, you know, it's perfect bound. It's got the ASBN number and all that. It, it is available through library suppliers or at least a couple of them that I checked. So, yeah, Infernal Regions by Rebecca Stewart. Just get lost in the arts and the journey and, you know, um, beautiful. Uh, and the last thing, you know, Tom Taylor, 
Um, we know he's a, an incredibly, incredibly prolific and busy writer, and you know he he's copped uh, some hate this year uh, from you know some um, idiots, uh, hateful idiots. But uh, yeah, um, the work he's doing with Nightwing, with Superman, Son of uh, Kal-El, those two series have been really amazing and uh, really positive um, characters and really positive stories that uh, he's showing there. And I really, really appreciate it. Those are the kind of superheroes that I needed this year. Uh, so, you know, um, I really, really appreciate the work that he's doing, obviously, with with the artists as well. And Tom is always really good at acknowledging the artists and that, you know, the writer is just only one part of the creation. Um, and because in this art, uh, in, in graphic novels, obviously, uh, you know, the first thing we look at is the cover, let's be honest, <laughs> and the art. And um, and Neverlanders, which he did with John Samariva again. So Neverlanders, Tom Taylor and John Samariva, I really enjoyed that. And that's probably one of the favorite reads of this year from my son. So, yeah, the, I, I feel like it's been a really, really good year. And um, look forward to to next year and what comes out. Yeah. Did, did anyone have anything to add? To any of those or any comment on any comics or any of the comics that have been mentioned? I, I second Marissa's uh, Lore Olympus. Uh, beautiful. Uh, I first read it on Webtoon and now I have the three volumes that are out on my shelf. And, and yeah, if you're a Greek mythology sort of Hades Persephone fan and you haven't read it, please do. It's a very popular series with lots of fans, definitely. Yeah. It's also cool that this year so many different graphic novels of all sorts have been getting adaptations into other forms of media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, we're kind of used to the jump between manga and anime, but I think I remember you saying earlier, ERB, um, one of the buffs comic series that you really enjoyed reading is getting a movie that is correct yes uh, so uh, Irati is uh, is a Basque uh, comic book series um, they published I think it was three uh, volumes and uh, and yeah they, they've made a, a live action movie of it and it's set awesome. it's set somewhere in the year of around 900 um in in the Basque country and um and you know it uses elements of fantasy as well and Basque mythology and things like that and uh it's in cinemas at the moment over there and um and cool and dying to see the movie because uh, everything I've heard is really really good as well so yeah there, there have been a lot of adaptations definitely and I think the other thing that that this year really exploded as well is, you know, uh, webtoons and similar things, tapas and stuff like that, uh, being um, published in print as well. Uh, so, uh, and in it's fact, it's not I just Laura Olympus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not just Laura Olympus. And obviously, <laughs> um, 
this year, uh, th- th- this month as well, we have um, a Korean one that's now um, being published in print as well in our roundup list. So, yeah. Yeah. Suggests that um, publishers are starting to see, so not just the readers, not just the, the librarians of the list, but publishers are starting to see the web comics as um, more legitimate um, a and a legitimate entry for for interested people into the industry so yeah uh, it's really good yeah that's that's really cool and obviously in australia Mm -hmm. for example we have ariel uh who published witchy as a webcomic she's still Mm -hmm. publishing it as as a comic and you know it's um it's now in print as well um Uh, same with um romana yi and uh the alexander the servant and the spring of life, I think it is. I can't remember the exact title off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah that's been a webcomic and it's um, been, I think that one was through Kickstarter. So it's been successfully Kickstarted. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh. So um, we should maybe talk about also about our kind of highlights of the year. Uh, so, um, you know what? What has your highlight been um, this year, James? Uh, for me, um, I think I would have to say it has. It was being on the judging panel for the Comic Arts Awards of Australia. Um, it was a really great experience. Um, fantastic uh, people that I was working with on the judging panel, um, and at um, and that's connected to to PCAF, the Perth Comic Arts Festival. Um, so, and the people there were fantastic as well. Um, and just that opportunity to re- represent um, Alia Graphic, Alia and libraries to the comics industry, to the creators, to to all of that um, was really great. Um, and yeah, I would say to anyone listening who gets the opportunity to be at comics, be it whatever, whatever area you're interested in, if you get the chance to be on one of these um judging panels do it it's a great experience it's a lot of reading um but uh it's a it's a really great experience and um very rewarding um both in terms of um the um awards themselves and also the networking and the um people that you're meeting learning more about a different aspect of of the industry yeah so yeah um and um yeah so um last year they actually reached out to us and they kind of said is there someone from the group who who would like to be a judge and um you know um it it was great it was a great opportunity and um if that opportunity presents itself again um we'll see if maybe someone from the committee or maybe we'll put a call out um we'll see but uh yeah but we uh, watch this space i guess i don't know mm, definitely. we'll see what happens with that but uh since you mentioned pickup because obviously the comic arts awards of australia were uh handed out and well they were presented at uh at pickup uh we were there and uh and um i, I think that was my highlight this year i i thought it was really really beautiful um, festival that they put together. It goes for two days and, uh, it's a really beautiful event. Um, you know, um, 
Saturday was more kind of panel talks and workshops. And uh, we felt like it felt it felt like a little family there. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting that they actually had the they described the Saturday as the industry day and the Sunday as the uh, more public day. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, it felt like a little family um, Saturday, and there was. Uh, great panel talks and we had great conversations with uh, lots of creators there and then the artist Aline next day was uh, or market day was great um and we had great conversations with them and um we know that we promised a lot of them that we would have a creator chat with them and, and we exchanged details and all that and then we haven't been able to uh, have everyone in our podcast yet but uh, next year we will be reaching out um, to them so mm. we still have the contact details and we'll get to them but it was a really beautiful event uh, that they've put together uh, really inclusive family friendly um, and awesome to see so many Australian creators with beautiful comics there and um, um, I'm really looking forward to uh, next year where I hope I can go again and I hope I can go um, to Perth actually for a few more days so I can um, go not just to the festival, but I can uh, spend more time there. Um, also visiting friends um, and uh, things like that. So, yeah, pickup was awesome. Uh, now, how about... How about you, Gabby? What was your highlight this year? Um, I think uh, going back to the adaptations um, and seeing sort of graphic novels come to life, um, what I really loved was the uh, adaptation of Heartstopper, the graphic novel by Alice Oseman, uh, which is on Netflix, um, the first season. They've just finished filming the second season. Mm-hmm. Um I had read the the four um, or three and then four that came out this year um, and I loved them. I think everyone that reads them, you really connect with them. Um, so I was a bit nervous <laughs> yeah. about the adaptation because, you know, you never want something to be not not done as well as you see it, especially with Heartstopper because it was just such, you know, loved series. Um, but, yeah, seeing the adaptation come out, I watched it. I know I watched it in a night. Um, I loved it so much. And then seeing um, people of all different ages then borrow, like start to borrow it through the library again, yeah. um, like young adults upwards. Um, and I would get so excited to have conversations and then they would have, you know, they'd get excited that I was excited and it would, you know, create this really lovely dialogue because we had seen the TV show or they were maybe reading it for a second time or they've, you know, just discovered that it was a graphic novel and they want to go ahead. And and I, I love that. I love that, you know, positive representation of graphic novels and, and just how much uh, happiness and, you know, sort of joy it brings to people when they, um, when you go, oh, I've read it as well. And they sort of like light up and, yeah. and, yeah, you just chat about it. So I, I really, that was my highlight of the year. Yeah. 
At, at, at my library, we had a few copies. Um, I mean, we've been buying them as they got published. But mm. yeah, this year, boom, there was an explosion suddenly when the series came out and we had to buy more copies <laughs> still. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, yeah, it's been really, so really popular. Yeah, one of the things that I've been I this that Heartstopper um I've been really amazed by is um so you know you people you had a few people reading the series and then the adaptation on Netflix came out, you had lots of people then coming in borrowing um the series, but also other Alice Oseman books. So um, mm. you know, a lot of books that are that are so not graphic novels, the the mm. novels that yes. um that uh that she's written um that are very much aimed kind of that same area a couple of them are like there's um solitaire and Loveless. Uh, another, and well, i was gonna say solitaire and there's another one mm-hmm. that's specifically about um charlie and nick um set oh. in that same world but then it might just be mm-hmm. nick and charlie it might just be called that i can't remember but then you've mm. also got yeah, Loveless, um, Radio Silence, all these other ones set very much the same or pitched very much to the same yeah. target audience. Um, yeah. And we've really seen people going from graphic novels to the so there's that progression of reading is Isn't really it? really um, showing through with this this particular one. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the sort of the conversations I had with like my family friend, her daughter. She you know reading is not on the top of her priority, <laughs> but she watched the Netflix show and loved it. And then, so her mom was like, okay, I'll get her the whole set. So she did. And then she loved them so much. She wanted something else. And then yeah, moved on to the, the longer form chapter books mm-hmm. um, and read them. And now she's sort of like slowly branching out to other. So it was like this beautiful little gateway in <laughs> her reading <Yeah>. journey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and apart from that, I, I think also it's actually reached a quite a diverse readership. Like then there's all mm-hmm. sorts of people borrowing it, you know, that, um, so even though it's meant to be, uh, I guess these kind of young adult series, like, as you said, a lot of very different people borrowing it, you know, so it, it it's reached a very wide readership as well. So. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's definitely come out at the right time for that too because mm-hmm. it is just so sweet, so uplifting um and just everything that the world isn't at the moment. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's it's just a beautiful beautiful story. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely do. Um the comics and the um Netflix adaptation. But yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Which is what I said before about Tom Taylor as well, you know, with Nightwing mm-hmm. and Superman, you know, I feel like that's exactly the kind of thing that I needed this year as well. So, yeah. So, yeah, that that's awesome. Um, how about you, Marisa? What was your highlight this year? I think my highlight would be getting to join the webinars and creator chats through this group, getting a chance to you know, talk about these awesome creators, these awesome creations, how beneficial these particular formats can be. Mm-hmm. Technically, I guess it's also networking, but mostly it's just cool people getting to talk about cool stuff together. 
Yay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And definitely we, uh, you know, that's one of the main things we've done right from the start and um, definitely one of the things that we will continue to do. Um, webinars, we hope to do more. Uh, we'll see how we go. Uh, but we hope to do uh, more next year. And uh, the creator charts, definitely, uh, we're going to keep talking to creators and we, especially our focus is Australian creators, obviously, um, you know, because we want to get to know them, hear from them, um, see what they're doing um, and, uh, you know, what comics means to them and uh, what comics they're doing. Uh, so, yeah, excellent. Now. Uh, of course, uh, we're recording this uh, earlier in the month. We usually record a roundup podcast at the end of the month, uh, but this is uh, we're recording quite early in December, and the December roundup is not finished. Um, and obviously, we've got Christmas coming, end of year, holidays, all those things. So as it has become kind of um, tradition with us, in January, we will do uh, a roundup of December and January. So that will be coming out towards the end of January. We will be taking a little bit of a, of a break uh, during the summer holidays in Australia. And uh, that's, um, I think that's pretty much it. Now, uh, obviously, uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, um, Check out the webinar that we have recently. The recording is now available on our podcast feed and also on um, YouTube, on our YouTube channel. And um, if you can, I recommend that you watch the YouTube video because then you can also watch the, the beautiful slides that Gabby had and um, that <laughs> Gillian had as well. And the other thing is... Uh, Look out for the book club next year. Uh, so uh, our book club will continue next year. Uh, the books uh, were announced uh, a while back and uh, will start in January. Is that right, James? Uh, yep. So the books, um, you can check out the books on our website. Um, and the first meeting is kind of a reader's advisory discussion based on, as we've been doing, um, rather than setting titles to read over summer because uh, it's um, not a not a great time to be trying to focus on particular ones. Um, we're just going to do a what we enjoyed from the previous year, what we what we read over summer, all of that, and we're going to use that to um, to spark a discussion about readers advisory and you know uh rights like and all of those sorts of things just a general one to um to try and help help those who aren't necessarily so confident at providing readers advisory for graphic novels and it'll be on the uh 22nd of january at 3 p.m australian eastern daylight time um yeah and as i said you can um see the lists and you can register for it um on um the link to registers also on our uh, website Perfect. And yeah, just join the conversation and, you know, uh, just talk about the comics you've read and yep. yeah. Excellent. Well, um, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's a wrap for the year from us. Ooh. 
<laughs> got me so excited. <laughs> I was wooing us all. Woo. Yeah. It's been a big year. We've done I we've done well, guys. We've done well. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh yeah. Uh enjoy the end of the GI everyone and read graphic and um let's talk next year. Bye. And that's where we'll stop recording. <laughs> You have to leave that bit in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Alia Graphic Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Alia Graphic, email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.